The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, June 17th edition. Hope everybody had a good Wednesday as the Giants and the Astros and the Braves and the Red Sox and all these great offenses did. Uh, Jacob DeGrom's shoulder, not so much, but still put up almost 23 DK points in three innings of work, striking out eight. Um, we have Wheeler doing his thing. Ober, he used him. Not too shabby for that price tag. So we had some good things going for us. A couple slip-ups here and there, but overall pretty solid nights. The Slack chat has a uh, heater going on as we are recording this. A potential potential nice night for uh, one dire work in his 20 max competition. So come join us in the free Slack chat if you'd like. Just give me your email address. We'll get you there. Just hit me up on Twitter at BDNTrick with that email address, and I'll take care of you. If you can give a rate and review on the podcast on iTunes, I truly appreciate it. It helps the podcast out a lot. Also, if you're in a season-long fantasy baseball, go check out Bench with Bubba. Tuesday night, recorded Bubba on the Bat Flip, episode 87, Bench with Bubba, episode 378. Some good stuff there, recapping the week in fab. And then Thursday night, recording with Brock Ness Monster for some more fantasy baseball goodness. Check all the good stuff out there. Check out my written content at rotoballer.com. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the premium values article. Tuesdays and Thursdays, the DK picks for free. So go over there, use promo code Bubba if you'd like a discount on the rest of the MLB season. Gets you DFS and season long, all the articles, all the tools, all the good stuff. So get the goods there. All right, we have eight games to break down for you on Thursday. Should be a fun one. Cubs, Mets, seven and a half. Cardinals, Braves, nine. White Sox, Astros, nine. Reds, Padres, seven. Brewers, Rockies, 10. Tigers, Angels, nine. Rays, Mariners, eight and a half. I'm going to mix it up tonight. I'm going to go game by game, and then I'll recap my top plays at the end, like my top pitchers and my top stacks at the end. But I'm going to go game by game because there's a lot to kind of some contrarian angles on some of these games. So start off New York at the Toronto Blue Jays. you got King versus Zook, two pitchers that usually don't go too deep into games. It's going to be a bullpen game. Like King's gone five innings once or twice, but usually they limit him getting the Yankees bullpen. Zook's making a spot start. You're going to get a lot of bullpen there. So neither pitcher in play. Uh, the Yankees bats are really starting to get going. Uh, Gary Sanchez is up to $4,800. Went deep again on Wednesday. We've talked about it. He's hitting for average now. He's hitting for power. He's definitely been worth the pay-up spot if you've felt the need to. But you can also go to some other of these Yankee bats. Like, you know, Stanton and Judge are always expensive. But Torres is slowly getting up there. Urshel is still 46. 
But you got some cheaper guys, Miguel Andahar, uh, Brett Gardner. There, there is some stuff to like there with the the New York Yankees. Maybe Gittins gets another start at first base. But it's pretty much like Stanton, Torres, Urshela. That's been like my way to go. You can sprinkle in some judges in Stanton if you want. But I mean, Sanchez, Torres, and Urshela to save some money in the back end of that uh, lineup. The Toronto side of it now, King hasn't been bad, and the Yankees' bullpen's pretty good. So that makes it tough. It is the Toronto Blue Jays. They're a very good team. But overall, I just want a little bit of, of the Yankees, or I'm probably passing on this game as a whole. We have a lot of really good spots to attack on this slate. So I don't think forcing the Jays, who we love, who their offense is great. We have some really great spots to target on this slate, even some contrarian spots that I think I'm going to just either get some Yankees love here or you just kind of pass on this game unless you're making a boatload of lineups. So I, I, I'm kind of just checking this one off as we get going on this one. Next game on the slate, Chicago Cubs at the New York Mets. We have Kyle Hendricks versus Marcus Stroman. Hendricks is $8,800, and he just, you know, 15 points, 16, 15, 20, 20, 30. So he's, you know, that that speaks cash game, if you want. Six or more innings in uh, five, six, six straight starts, three in runs or less in every start. So he's a quality starts machine, just not a lot of strikeouts. Two, five, four, five, four. That's his last five games. Strikeouts are not there, thus the high DK points aren't there. And plus 87 pitches, 101, 75, 83, 83. Not throwing a ton of pitches either. So they're going to the pin on him before, I guess, the blowups come. So it's been very, very hard to use as a pitcher. I'm going to pass on him tonight. Marcus Stroman on the flip side at 86, I can definitely buy into. He's been outstanding. 20 or more DK points in four of his last five starts, 15 or more in five straight, six or more innings pitch in every start. One earned, zero, three, zero, two. He's been that darn good right now. And he has six or more Ks in four of his last five starts. The ground ball to fly ball ratio has been outstanding for Stroman. We knew he was a massive ground ball guy. The concern with Stroman has always been, can he get the strikeouts? Right now he's getting the strikeouts plus a ton of ground balls. That has been outstanding. I like Stroman quite a bit at 8600 bucks. Kind of hope he gets overlooked because there's always a group of people that love the Chicago Cubs, and I get it. Bryant banged up, though. Rizzo can go deep. Um, Baez, Peterson, they have power, no doubt about it. But I'll take Stroman in that ballpark at $8,600. He's definitely one of the pitchers I have circled on this slate. And then the, the the Mets bats are something I'm looking to target. I'm not really on the Cubs bats at all. I like Stroman quite a bit. But the Mets side of things, they are finally getting healthy, and they're starting to score some runs. We're seeing it. I mentioned VR a lot. He's still only 4100 bucks leading off. He's been a double-digit scoring machine. Great cash game play. Great piece of a Mets stack. Go to Lindor. He's only 41 as well. It's a very, very affordable stack that won't be very high-owned because people like Kyle Hendricks or respect him enough, and I get it. He's been good enough, but if they go off, you'll get a very low-owned Mets stack. So not my top stacks. I got two stacks I have circled hard, but the Mets are a nice contrarian one. Like I talked about in the Slack chat. People ask, how do you build your 20 max, this and that? It's slate-to-slate dependent. Some slates I love, like tonight, two stacks really stand out as big. But there's like four or five stacks I kind of like. So I'll have a lot of the two stacks, and then I'll intermingle the rest of them. I'll have some lineups without even the two stacks in it and mix and match. That's the beauty of 20 maxes. You can mix and match those good things. But the Mets will be one of those that I'll have like, they'll probably be like my third or fourth, maybe fifth stack on my list. I'll definitely have some of VR, Lindor, love Dom Smith at 3800 bucks. Went deep again on Wednesday night. I talked about him on Wednesday's show, really big play there with Dom Smith. So the the Mets are cheaper than they have been the last few days because of the Hendricks pitching. Plus, I think they come in lower owned. It's a definite contrarian angle to look at on the slate with the New York Mets. But here's one of my stacks. If you've listened long enough, you know what we're doing. And it's a shame because John Gant has been pitching on the weekends lately. So you haven't got to hear my enjoyment of watching him get his S pushed in. 
it's been so good because it's been happening and we've been preaching it and it's been happening time and time and time again. And I hate to break it to people. It's happening again on Thursday. So stack the snot out of the Atlanta Braves against John Gant. Now, Charlie Morton, $7,200. If you want a cheap play with Morton, you can. I don't go there, though. He's got strikeout upside. Yes, he's also gives up a ton of runs. And if he's not getting the strikeouts, it's going to be ugly. Like last start, he didn't have it. And he has go, he, he's got five innings or less than three straight starts. So you can go there if you're super desperate. I don't think you're going to be this desperate for Charlie Morton. There's enough value bats to save money. There's a couple cheap pitchers you can work with. So I'm not on Charlie Morton right now. If you want to get crazy in a tournament, I get it. I'm not on Chucky. What I am on are the Atlanta Braves bats against John Gant. Pay for Ronald Acuna. Worth every penny. Freddie Freeman went deep again on Wednesday. The quietest 16 home runs I have seen hit because I saw his home run. I looked at his stats. I'm like, oh, my goodness. It seems like he's done nothing this year. He's hitting 240. He's got like 39 RBIs, but it's not his fault. Ronald Acuna drives everybody in in front of him. He has 16 home runs. That's like legit good. Like Tatis hit his 21st on Wednesday, and everyone's raving about Tatis because he's freaking awesome. There's no doubt about it. But the defending National League MVP has 16 home runs, and it's just like, yeah, Freeman sucks this year. But he doesn't. He doesn't. Like 243 average, that's probably better than the MLB average right now. So Freeman's 5100 bucks. You got Acuna at 61. Both really solid plays. And then you mix in the Albies, the Rileys, uh, the stack that's like Swanson went deep on. Wednesday's only 38 on Thursday. Um, one thing to look at as well when you're looking at the Atlanta Braves, I believe it was Guillermo Heredia. I could be wrong. It might have been Heredia. I believe it was Heredia. He was betting cleanup on Wednesday for the Atlanta Braves, and he was very productive. So there's a lot to like it. Heredia's only 2500 on DK. So you can get a massive DK stack. You can pay for your Acuna at 61. You can pay for your Freeman at 51, and then get your value with Albies, with Swanson, with Riley, with Heredia. See what the lineup looks like. I want a five-man stack of the Atlanta Braves, and I want Acuna and Freeman. I want to pay for them because I think at least Acuna's going deep, if not both. I think a massive night's coming. Give me the Atlanta Braves. I will live and die with this one. I'm fine with it. We, we've talked about it time and time again with John Gant. If you have continued to do it, you guys made all the money the last few three starts or so with Gant. We're going to continue to do it until he's DFA like every horrible pitcher should be. So give me some more Atlanta Braves. Chicago White Sox, Houston Astros in this one. You got Dylan Cease, Jose or Kitty. Cease, $9,500 on DK. Cease is good pitcher, super inconsistent. So if you want to get super YOLO, sure. I'm not going to go there. I am in love with this Houston offense right now. They are hitting everything, and we'll get to them in just a second. Jose Urquidy on the flip side is $7,900, and he has been very, very good of late. Uh, six innings or more in three of his last – it's like boomer bust. He's got six innings or more in three of his last five starts. He's got eight Ks or more in two of his last three starts. He's got uh, you know 15 or more DK points in four of his last five, 22 or more in two of his last three. He can get lit up. He got lit up by Toronto in Toronto. Kind of let that one pass. But he's pitched very, very well other than that. And he's going up against the Chicago White Sox team over the last few weeks, striking out 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 247 average and a 156 ISO against. So I like Rikidi as a value SP2 at 7,900. But more importantly, Houston, Houston, Houston. Bregman left the game with a quad injury. I'd be shocked if he plays on Thursday. So you can get some value opening up at third base, see what the lineup looks like there. But Altuve double-donged after going deep again, I believe, on Tuesday. He's hitting everything. He's worth 5400 bucks if you can get there. So Altuve's outstanding. You got Correa. You got Gurriel. Both good plays. But Jordan Alvarez continues to hit. He's 45. Kyle Tucker missed another game with an illness. I Maybe he comes back Thursday. Maybe not. But who cares? The big thing here is you got Altuve. He's expensive. But Brantley is only 37. 
Chaz McCormick went deep twice. I've talked about the back end of this Astros offense. is very cheap, very productive, very affordable. McCormick's 3200 bucks went deep twice. He's probably playing if Tucker is out. Let's keep him in mind. You also get Miles Straw at 27. He went deep on uh, Wednesday. He's been a machine getting on base, scoring runs, stealing bags. That was his first home run. Don't expect a ton of power from him, but multiple hits, score some runs, steal some bags, super cheap, gets you those double-digit points. Lots like with Miles Straw. So Houston's my number two stack behind the Atlanta Braves. Like Houston a lot, but it's something else I've been talking about. Guys are asking questions in the Slack chat. When you're looking to maybe, like, if there's a team you know you really, really like, you really, really think they're going to destroy some guys. Like, with the Braves, I want Acuna and Freeman. You don't always have to have the big guys. Like, I talk about the Yankees. Give me Sanchez, Torres, and Urshela if you think they're going to go off. I mentioned it with the Astros. Give me Straw. Give me Brantley. If you want to mix in one of the big dogs, but that's the beauty of Straw and Brantley. Straw's at the back end. You can wrap it around with Altuve, save some money, get best of both worlds. So it's a way to line up construct without just going straight to like, hey, I want one through four. I want two through six or something like that. It differentiates you enough to be different and still get a big piece of what you're thinking is going to be a very, very powerful offense. And that's what you want to do. Colorado, Milwaukee versus Colorado. Coors Field special. This one's intriguing because... We got the the Brewers, whose offense has been dreadful. We got Colorado, who's woke up on Wednesday versus Blake Snell. But let's be fair, it's Blake Snell. Overall, they've been dreadful too. You got Coors Field. You got Woodruff at ten two, Marquez at fifty five. I have no problem using either pitcher. Woodruff is elite. Strikeouts are through the roof. It's expensive for a Colorado uh, Coors Field game, so I get it. If you want to fade at the same time, that means he's going to come in very low owned. So I like Woodruff in a tournament, not in cash, but Woodruff at ten two in a tournament, like quite a bit. I have no problem using Marquez either. We've rocked with Marquez quite a bit this year in Coors because he's so darn cheap. Last Coors start against Oakland, 24.5 against Texas, 25.4 against Arizona, 31.6. Cincinnati, 18.9. Got lit up by the Giants. Philadelphia, 20. So one start. The Giants lit him up. Other than that, 18 or more points in every Coors field start this year at 55 hundo. The Brewers will strike out a good amount over the last three weeks. The Milwaukee Brewers are striking out 25% of the time versus right-handed pitching with a 222 average, 170 ISO, and 98 WRC+. So if you want to use Marquez at 5500 bucks as an SP2, sign me up on that one. Woodruff is a very good tournament play as well. It's Colorado. If you want to go to the bats, you can look at some. Of the, they're both cheap, actually, for Coors Field. Like Yellick's expensive at 57 but you got Narvaez is only 43, Vogelbach's 42, Adamas is 42. You can get some cheap pieces of of, um, of the Brewers if you want. Like even Urias is really, really cheap. So there's pieces there. Jackie Bradley Jr. is like low threes. Lots to like there. If you want to go Coors, you can as well. I get it. You got the Hampsons, the McMahon. And McMahon's 49 and Story's 52. So they've earned their price tag. But even Blackman's 46. If you want to go there, you can. I prefer the Milwaukee side against Marquez. If you want to go there. But overall, I want both pitchers. I think I'm fading the bats. I'm fading the Coors Field bats. Let the chalk go there. Let the flock. If, if they go off, so be it. It's Coors freaking field. You're better off long-term in a tournament fading Coors Field and that high ownership and spreading out. The beauty of Coors Field is if people go there, it lowers the stacks of Houston and Atlanta for guys and girls that watch the show. So that's a beautiful thing. That's the kind of tournament appeal to that situation. All right. Cincinnati. At the San Diego Padres, and the Giants just hit another home run, folks. It's absolutely glorious what's going on by the Bay. But Cincinnati at the San Diego Padres. You got Wade Miley versus Joe Musgrove. Musgrove's 89. Wade Miley's 8,000. This is a very, very intriguing game. Like you got a Reds team that really got shut down in Milwaukee after coming in red hot in Great American Small Park. And over the last three weeks, they're only striking out 19.3% of the time versus righties. 
you got a San Diego team who woke up over the last day and a half in Coors Field. Coming back home, you get that Coors hangover from time to time, and they're facing Wade Miley, who's actually been very, very good. And San Diego striking out 22.5% of the time versus lefties, hitting 175 with a .096 ISO and a 32 WRC plus over the last three weeks. I think Wade Miley is very live as an SP2 at $8,000. Like Musgrove, I'm probably going to pass. I'd rather have Marcus Stroman at 86. Uh, I'd rather go that route. But Wade Miley at 8,000 against San Diego, again, a tournament play because most people see San Diego. They see a lefty. We want Tatis. We want we want Machado. We want Fam. We want all these guys. Sure, they're good. I get it. At the same time, you get Wade Miley, super low owned, who's been very, very effective of late. You got a Potter team that's been struggling. Miley's put up at least 17.6 DK points in three straight starts. He's got five or more rains, two earned runs or less. Uh, six Ks or more in two of three. The ground ball, the fly ball has been outstanding. That's what you want. Even if it's powerful teams, you keep the ball on the ground, good things will happen. So Wade Miley at 8,000, nice SP2 in this game. I'm most likely passing on the bats unless you want to get a little contrarian with Cincinnati with the Winkers, the Cassies, the Naquins, some of those guys versus Musgrove you can. most, But mainly, I want Miley passing on that game. Two more games to go on this eight-gamer for you here. You got the Detroit Tigers against Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Shohei Otani's 8100 bucks versus Matt Manning at 47. Manning's making his debut. He had an ERA over eight in AAA. Really good young prospect. Struggling tremendously. Don't see him going long in the game. Not paying for it. Shohei Otani, though, DK is drunk. FanDuel at least has Otani at $11,000. That's cool. They figured it out. But DK has 8100 bucks. You play all the Shohei Otani. People are slowly getting hip to this because forever we had him super low owned and he's even been below five percent still often but occasionally we've seen him go up should be higher owned on thursday night we'll see so shohei at 81 gonna play him everywhere we're gonna have so much show you get 20 maxes i'm gonna try to have at least 10 to probably i don't want i want to go 15 but it's probably crazy i'll probably have like 10 to 12 shohei lineups like i'm gonna have a lot of shohei otani if uh, all the, the builds come out properly. I, I think he's a great spot. you got a Detroit Tigers team you can pick on. They are better of late, but still striking out over 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching, 222 average against 94 WRC+. plus. You can definitely pick on them. So give me all the show, hey. I'm going to pass on the Detroit offense. If it comes in when we're talking in the Slack chat or something and it looks like show is actually going to be chalky, well, then you can go with some Detroit Tigers if you want. That's fine. But for now, we want all the show hey we can get. Side note. If Manning doesn't go deep, the Detroit bullpen is one of the single worst bullpens in baseball right now. So the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim can be one of those kind of quieter, sneakier stacks. Like if you want one of those lower owned, kind of the way we talked about the New York Mets stacks, the Angels can be very similar to that. You got Jared Walsh up to 5K, but he still fits the mold. Love Justin Upton at 43, Max Stassi at 4K. Some of the usual suspects we've been using, but if you want to be a little different also, Iglesias is hitting well at 37. Fletcher doesn't do a whole lot, but you could play him if you need to wrap it around. He hits ninth, so you could wrap him around with the Walshes, the Uptons of the world. Fletcher's 34. See what else comes out in the lineup. Because you got like Taylor Ward's below 3K. You got a ton of value in that Angels lineup. Maybe um what's his name? Um he was super cheap, like 22 on Thursday. Where did he go? Um totally blanking on his name right now. Keen Wong might make the lineup. I think I'll he's really struggled since those early games where we played him and we liked him a lot. But uh I'm having trouble finding my boy, but the main the main targets there for the Angels for now and Shohei Otani. That's what you want. Last game of the night, Tampa Bay Rays, Seattle Mariners, Rich Hill's 9,200, Justin Dunn, 67. Seattle's slowly starting to hit the baseball pretty pretty well. They're getting shut down by Ober, which we talked about, but you do have a Seattle team you know, still striking out 26% of the time versus lefties over the last few weeks, but a 241 average, 166 ISO, 99 WRC+. 
That's still not great, but it's much better than it was. So if you want to go Rich Hill at 92, you can. I'd much rather have him than Dylan Cease. I'd much rather have him than Joe Musgrove. But it's also an inconsistency thing when the ceiling's not great, like 19.5, 16.3. Did have a 35, but then 19.9. Did have a 32, 18.5. You're paying over 9K. You want that like 25 plus. You want to like lock in that big 20 plus point performance. He hasn't really been there. If you want to go to him in a tournament, you can. I think there's other options on the slate we'll go to. Justin Dunn, I'll pass on. I like the kid's talent. Super inconsistent right now. Very, very tough to deal with. Tampa Bay bats are in play against Justin Dunn, if you so choose. It's a Tampa Bay team. Uh, they're striking out 30% of the time for trying to pitching, but they are hitting 243, 167 ISO, 110 WRC+. So you can go to Tampa Bay if you want. I'm going to pass. I think Seattle's a sneaky one if you're not using Rich Hill because you got um, you got Crawford. You got Hanniger back in the lineup on Wednesday. You got Ty France. Uh, I don't even mind Jake Fraley against the lefty. So there's some options there with Seattle. If you want to be different, that's fine. More than likely, I'm just going to pass on this game. That's where I'm looking. So recapping things for you. Woodruff at 10-2, I think, is a very, very solid tournament play in Coors Field. Hopefully comes in low-owned. Uh, Marcus Stroman at 86. I like him a lot against the Chicago Cubs. Shohei Otani, going to use him everywhere. My top pitcher on the slate. Wade Miley, awesome tournament play. So is Jose Arquiti at 8,079. So this is why you might not have to pay up, and then you can get more bats this way. you got Stroman, Otani, Miley, Arquiti, 79 to 8,600 bucks. All sitting right there. Beautiful thing. Don't really like any punts except Marquez at 55. You can totally use Marquez. So both Coors pitchers are in play. Otani's my top guy. Really like Stroman a lot. They got Miley and Arquiti in tournaments if you want to go there. If we're stacking it up, though, it's all about those Atlanta Braves. It's all about the Houston Astros. Braves, then Astros, that's where we're going on those two. And then you got the wonderful plays. Um, the Mets can be sneaky for you. You can do Coors Field if you need to. I get it. But Mets are sneaky. Seattle's sneaky. And Angels are sneaky. So those are like if I had to rank my sneakies, it's Mets, Angels, Seattle, but then it's Atlanta, Houston, all the goodies there. But that'll do it, folks. Eight game Thursday slate. Hope you guys like the format. I kind of like going game by game when there's certain scenarios in play. But let's have some fun on Thursday. I have a big Friday slate coming your way. But uh, hit me up on Twitter at BD Entry with your questions. Join the free fantasy DJ in Slack chat. Just give me your email address. We'll take care of you on that one. Also, if you can get a rating review on the podcast, MLB DFS Quick Hits on iTunes. It's the way that uh helps the podcast out. It's free podcast. It helps just a little rating review helps more people find the podcast. So it helped me out a lot. And then check out my written content at rotoballer.com. Have the free DK picks for you on Thursday. But for now, MLB DFS quick hits your Thursday, June 17th edition in the books. I'm out. Mm-hmm.